Today, we're going to be talking about how kids getting out of school are going to be making money in the future because of the metaverse. Oh, I interacted with a bucket of chicken last time I was in there. Oh, I have a whole story on that one. There's a huge future in that for like a lot of designers. You said Chippendales. That one right there. No, the second one. I think that's a fascinating concept. I'm, I, I wouldn't <laughs> be the person I am today without Minecraft. Actually, I can say this now since my NDA has expired. Jamie, Naomi, thank you guys for coming out. I'm really looking forward to learning about this. Um, now you have experience hiring people for early metaverse projects. So I feel like more than anyone else, um, you deserve the title metaverse maven. And maybe you can just help us get a grasp about what is the metaverse and how much growth is expected there. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a, a really big concept. Yeah. Thank you. Um, in, in my opinion, in the last 10 years, hiring for, uh, Oculus and all of the hardware and all the software, the metaverse to me is really just the next iteration of the internet, what we mm -hmm. now call the internet. Um, we're, we're introducing a concept called the metaverse, which is mm -hmm. basically 3D. We're used to mm. scrolling through Facebook or scrolling right. through Amazon. Exactly. But now we're moving into a, an interactive, um, immersive world that mm -hmm. is all around us, right? Instead of just being up and down or left to right, we're now in a space in which we socialize and live and work and all that. So I, I think the metaverse is just Web3, the next iteration of what we used to call the internet. I think it's mm. where we choose to socialize and buy and create and work. Um, I don't think it's just a video game. I think there's gamification elements. And I think that those create who have created the video games for the last 20, 30 years are laying the foundation, have laid the foundation for it. So you see a lot of that. Um, but I think it's much, much bigger. I think it's where we're actually going to spend the most of our time, uh -huh. but not you don't have to be a gamer or in a game to actually, you know, transact right. and buy things and create and build and go to work and all Absolutely. that. Okay, so I'll, buy wine. I so, love this. Yeah. So yeah. I, I asked. Oh, that is cool. That's I was like, wait, I want to go pick buying up my wine. wine the, yeah, buying wine at yeah. oh, at Walmart, very market. Oh. Oh, I have a whole story on that one. Really? Yeah. Like what at Walmart? Yeah. So I actually, I can say this now since yeah. my NDA has expired. Nice, it expired. <laughs> um, but Ooh. I was working for Store 8. Um, it, so Walmart's incubator is called Store 8. And okay. a project that they were working on a number of years ago called Project Archer, you which made this? is, I didn't make this, but I hired a number of people to work for Project Archer, which they were gamers who came out of Microsoft and, and um, have... I can't talk too much. I don't actually know what the end project Dude, is. Dude, NDA expired, but, man. Go into detail. Just kidding. Whatever you feel like. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. you'll be guided through a Walmart experience both in the store, in real life, in a wearable, uh -huh. and online in their metaverse version. So what? they've been working on this actually for, uh, let's see, oh gosh, th at least three or four years. Whoa. I heard about Project Archer four years ago in, in Bellevue when I met those guys in that's Seattle. Crazy. Wow, that's pretty but exciting. You're going to be able to shop and... Um, and, and view things in a different way. Do so you think the jobs of the future will need people to stock the milk aisle and to create the milk and to help customers that are Good walking question. around? Or what kind of jobs is this going to lead to? Some kind of like, so right now, I guess we'll describe for the audio mm -hmm. people at home, we're looking at very much a Walmart, but with the shelves that are sort of able to slide around and people who can pop up at a whim. Are those going to be real humans, do you think, that need to 
be paid to be there and talk I think to we're going to pay people th- those are all going to be 3D avatars I think we're going to just pre-recorded pre-scripted and reused yep, all AI okay. right so that's going to be an AI bot an AI avatar right like your <laughs> um, what is Cortana right like uh, right. Halo yeah just Cortana to- Halo, yeah, Cortana. So it's, it's going to be kind of that type of figure that will take you through. But uh-huh. in in these jobs, a lot of these are just oh, perks, right? His shopping cart just disappeared, just disappeared. into the ground. That was awesome. I think the, she went to cash out. Having to pay. Check out, yeah. Hopefully that gets delivered to her house in real life. <laughs> so you'll be, imagine you right now on Amazon, your shopping cart. It's it's very flat. It's very scrollable. I say scrollable, meaning like we're used to left and right, up and down. Now mm-hmm. it's going to be... 360 it's going to be around you're going to be able to see your shopping cart you're going to be able to pick up things you're gonna be able to take a look at those types of things however a 3d artist would not have to create every single jug like every carton of milk like with an expiration date right that's too much but you say i want this piece uh i want this milk i want this and be able to scan and go out um and and just check out take your headset off and know that in two hours it's actually it's like amazon fresh right yeah so there needs to be some kind of connection to seeing the milk on the shelf and them knowing that there is a milk that is not expired within deliverable range and having all of those logistics and that's like a last mile like kind of uh you know uh, logistics. So thing? somebody who's interested in the metaverse mm-hmm. could still be like going to school for logistics. You think is still reasonable? There'll be a lot of logistics. I guess like so. supply like, chain. Like, yeah, supply yeah. chain logistics, or mm-hmm. uh, maybe like I don't don't quite know what those jobs are, but they almost feel like statistics or something where you're optimizing kind of complex problems. Or I think I we're, still, we're, like, we're still we're still going to have warehouses that we have to actually get this stuff from if if we're going to shop and do all of this stuff. However, uh, so we have to have physical, well, I say physical humans. We could have robots that are, are picking out your milk for you, mm-hmm. right? You could go okay, into so the robo- metaverse. Robotics is part of the metaverse? Or at Internet least it's a skill is, of the future. Building I, robots for sure is a skill for the future. I would say anybody who wants to build a robot should, yes. They're building a robot. Start yeah. building a robot right now. But in, <laughs> in terms of this, I think that you can, you, you would have people on the back end that are picking and packing and making sure. But you're also, you have a whole plethora of um, oh, skills. plethora. That's, good word. That's a great good word, word nice right? Word. It's like a buffet. Yeah. You have a whole buffet of skills in between. Are you Googling plethora right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we love like big words around here. Yeah. A whole plethora of <laughs> skill sets in between from the person who designed the milk carton to the person who's guiding you through to the 100%. person who's actually writing the code to have the AI take you through that experience to the hardware designer that, you know, right. There's so many different pieces that go into just buying one carton of milk from Walmart in the metaverse. To me, the metaverse is kind of like the future of how we're going to interact with people and how we're going to live our daily lives. Mm-hmm. I think like I new generation, especially like little kids, like we grew up with like our own version of the metaverse, like Minecraft, Call of oh, Duty. Yeah. Like we learned how to like interact with people and like do a lot of stuff. Like it, we got really tech savvy through these like video games yep. and now we see it with like Roblox. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole. Yeah. Cause you said Minecraft got you started right in yeah, 3d so design. I started doing 3d design and architecture because of Minecraft, because I loved just creating on there and I would do my own little designs. And, and it was like, just game, just fun gaming with friends. Yeah. And I would build houses on there and do all sorts of stuff. And then that's what inspired me like as an adult now. 
So you played with Legos too, or you kept it all no, virtual? Just Minecraft. Oh dang, That's man! So cool. You don't even need Legos to pay girl. for all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln logs. Yeah, paying for all that plastic to be shaped for us. But you know, she had unlimited Legos in there. <laughs> so, it, so tell me about Minecraft, just generally. Like, what got you addicted to it? Because is it building, or is it the social aspect, or is it the oh. actual like? There's Crafting two there's mining. two worlds you can play in. There's creative and there's survival. Oh, and yeah. Like, I was a survival guy. Yeah. Survival taught me, like, how, how to, to like, survive, how to create, grow up. Mm-hmm. How That's to, like, fascinating. <laughs> two worlds, creator or survivor. <laughs> yeah. And go. Yeah, so, so, I think survivor just exactly. gave me, like, motive. It taught me how to, like, get supplies to build whatever I wanted to build. Because I would just play Minecraft to, like, build cool. Like, I would find an island with my friends. Yeah. We'd go on servers together and, like, find a cool island, just build like a big skyscraper on there where we would like work from there. We would live there, we would battle, mm-hmm. do whatever. Absolutely. And like, um, yeah. But that's funny because now you're designing furniture. So you had to go find the furniture company. So you're just playing Minecraft still to survive in life, right? Like you went to go find the stuff to craft with, which was like yeah. the, the company that had the wood and the sea, yeah, what is it called? CNC the, machine or gotta whatever? Gotta find the trees and... Yeah. Turn it into wood and like, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are basic <laughs> life skills, by it's the way. It's a whole process. By the way, like, those yeah. are like it Oregon is. Trail basic yeah. life skills. Oh Find tree, cut it down, make house. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. The and Oregon then, like, Trail. Survival yeah. mode gave you the cre- like the freedom to do anything. The, no gravity. Like you could just build whatever. And that's what got me more into like being a part of the metaverse and being right. a designer in that world because... There is no limitations mm-hmm. on like what you could build. But did you learn more from Minecraft survival mode or your architecture degree? I think my little mind picked up more from Minecraft. Nice. But- you do? <laughs> 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 no, that's awesome. I learned all the programs through architecture schools, like all the 3D modeling programs. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but Minecraft taught the me the basics. Exactly. I wouldn't be this. the person I am today without Minecraft. So that applies to little kids and like Roblox nowadays. Like it's like their version of Minecraft and like they have a currency on there and like it's mm-hmm. just crazy like the world they've created. And that's just the future of like the meta. Exactly. Okay, so you have a daughter that plays um Roblox all the time and it's very similar she's probably in there creating stuff that other people will probably pay real money for when they stop paying her in Robux. Tell me about what you think your daughter is going to learn from these and how you want to guide her into a successful career in the metaverse if if she wants it. I love this question because my entire basis for Metaverse Maven and 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 the work that I'm doing right now is basically because of my 14-year-old daughter. Mm, it's a mother instinct, huh? It's Watching her over the last seven years creating such in interesting houses and like the level of detail. But not only that, she would go to work. She'd be like, well, mom, I got to go right to work right now at my pizza shop so I can <laughs> make money to come back. No, there's a whole world. It's a whole thing. I'm like, Bitch, please, you can't even make You're- your bed. Like, you can go work at a pizza shop in Roblox. Like, oh, my gosh. Okay. And also you need Robux. You need U.S. dollars for me to translate. To okay. translate. Yeah. yeah. That's some life skills right there. So then you can build a better house. And so I asked her, I said, um, what, when you build this house in Ro- Roblox, can you rent it out? Like, are you getting yeah, passive like, income like how are you gonna monetize your, on this like, skill? And she's like, well, no, mom, that's not a thing. I was like, so you build and then you tear it down, and then you build again and then you tear it down. She's like, 
oh yeah I'm trying to outbuild this person and she'll she would just oh it's just straight competitive at this point oh, yeah. huh? she's not like, thinking look at like, this bathroom and look at this thing and and in that space you're gonna be rich well this is great her world opened up to anything as possible because she wasn't she's not limited by oh yeah. I have to I I can't afford this chair or I have to put she can what the sky is the limit so since she's been building in that for so long I now see this future i mean i've seen it for years but i'm like we're going to put a headset on right and we're going to create so there's a, a whole conversation around create to earn build to earn play to earn mm-hmm. now it's move to earn right we're doing these things in real life like we're creating architecture and we're going through and we're going to a pizza shop and we're working and we're using those to she would take the money from her pizza shop in robe and Roblox, Roblox to yeah. then like build this house that then she would invite her friends over. I'm like, are you renting this house out and building a second one? Like buy the plot next to you. Like what's yeah, happening, right? On. How do you, how do you scale this? Real estate right? mogul. That's yeah. Not, yeah. She's like, no mom, that's not how it works. I just tear no, it down. But you're like, no, these are what? mom skills. Like right? if you have to plot that yeah. stuff. Right. Um, and so I, I, that has been a lot of my inspiration in what her world will look like. Right. <laughs> what, in five years, two years, 10 years, what does that look like when we go into a world and we create and do, all that? Do so. you have anything to show for all the work that you put into Minecraft besides obviously the skills that you picked up? Like, do you actually have like a file or can you log into an account and have my things my, that are built my and Minecraft you could resell homes? them? Yeah. Like, is your account worth... Did you, like, level up your character to a point where you could resell it or anything? Like, is So, when I was young, actually, like, I was, like, in middle school, and I there were servers that you would go on, and you would have an IP address and, like, log into the servers, and you would you could buy wearables. They would have websites, and basically, people would buy, like, a host to host your server and then put a website where you would sell, like armor because like a big part of minecraft like multiplayer was just fighting people like for their resources because mm-hmm. people had diamond shields whatever and like good swords with like magic effects and people would fight to the death for these for other people's resources so um so that was a big fight to the death. it's just it's <laughs> so low intense the way you say it but yeah okay i get it it's a video game just... yeah so when i was in middle school i think the closest thing to answer that question, what I did is I opened up my own Minecraft server. Like I paid someone to like. Oh no way! Yeah, with your parents' allowance. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like it wasn't even that much money. I probably spent like fifty dollars to like open up the server that I had saved up, and then um, I made a website where I would sell stuff like packages of like armor and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's like as far as I got into it. My server never blew up. I had like barely any guests, but it was cool because it was my own world. Mm-hmm. And I got to create like the space where people would spawn and then like create oh my like gosh, different awesome. villages for them, you know? Like it was just my own little world and people yeah. were just in it. <laughs> and they would buy it. And like, I think I made like two sales. Like I probably made like $80. Dang. But profit, I got maybe? scammed. Yeah. <gasps> Oh. It was through PayPal, and then they, they oh oh no, they just got their money back. <laughs> okay, Locked. so you you enjoyed building something, seeing them come. So you're kind of a host or an event planner at that age, is what the way you were thinking about? Yeah, I wanted to make money off it because I saw people making money off it, and then I was like, oh, I could do that, and I just googled 
some stuff found all the resources so cool yeah and then when you started college you thought i'll do architecture because it just felt right and yeah i liked i think my favorite part of doing all that was like actually create like showing people what i've made like showing like oh i made this beautiful like gazebo like come look at it so like once i was deciding like what i want to do i realized like i'm an artist i'm a creator and like i translated that into like architecture and interior design mm -hmm. and then like eventually it led me to like furniture design which is what i'm into now yeah that's so cool yeah but you know, it started off perfect segue with like yeah cubes yeah i can do it like your life <laughs> online cubes like yeah kind yeah. of Together like that. So I'm curious, what do you think about? Uh, have you heard of Axie Infinity or any of the kind of kind of ways to make money where you start with a character, say in like World of Warcraft or something, or you level them up and they're valuable enough that a new person who wants to join the game doesn't want to start from scratch and wants mm -hmm. to buy all that labor that you put into the character? Um, do you feel like that's the way to be thinking about it for your daughter and you should be like okay remember that all mm. your hours should be somehow stored in, in either like an nft or a blockchain huh. some kind of history that you can then sell to someone else to save them time i think that's a fascinating concept i'm i'm I, it, my brain is just now wrapping it around um but essentially when you hire somebody from microsoft that has programming skills they've spent a lot of time learning how to program so they have a brain that can do things that other people can't you're paying for their time yeah. that they put invested into their thoughts well i don't know how you could sell that then to somebody else who who could add on to it like the idea of skins or avatars or mm -hmm. you know even Wearables. play to earn right so in AAA gaming well in gaming in general the I, most of the company, like, you know, um, Call of Duty, right, is, it, uh, we don't, we don't like play to earn because it gives you an unfair advantage if you have more it money, does, yeah. right? We don't mm. love that idea. So I think in the metaverse, it's going to be very similar in that we want to keep our real identities. I think people are going to start to understand why it's so important to own who, who you are and what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, especially digitally. And so if you're if you're creating an entire character or a, an entire world and then you're passing that you can just sell that to somebody else. Um, I, yeah, you, you, it's like buying somebody else's house, et cetera, yeah. in, in the real world. However, you're not inheriting their skills. You can't write nope. Python like they can write Python, right? It's, yep. okay, yeah. it's, it's just a history that's kind of more dumb. So I think it's an interesting concept because now we're opening it up to you can become anything like your imagination mm. is like but you tend to approach similar. it more from the brand point of view like you need to build your own brand in the metaverse is that I, right interpretation of what you're saying like, i think we can't we can't under we can't really talk about the metaverse without talking about kind of some like fundamental in my mind some fundamental mm. web3 concepts which would be hey why is it important what the like, why is it important for you to own yeah, who you ownership. are? digital Who are you? Yeah, yeah you can create an avatar. You can hide behind anything mm. you want. Um, having conversations about how would you interview somebody in the metaverse and know that the person that you're interviewing to do that skill set is actually the person. Or are you just right. interviewing an avatar? Um, so I think it opens up really interesting conversations in who who are you? And can you, if you create this digital identity based on, you know, all of the things that we're talking about digital IDs and like this world and this community can you can you transfer that to somebody else and if right. you do do you start yeah. over with your own identity who are you so it's a very interesting concept of like it, who you are in real well, life especially I mean if is you have that the who you yeah, are and whatever that history not, is the or block, is something different exactly 
this is just a, a, a video game, but because it's attached to a cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you essentially like Diablo, you walk around and you just interact and you slowly accumulate Smooth Love Potion, mm -hmm. which is their coin. Yep. And it trades, you know, against the US dollar on a, a crypto exchange. So the way this has been going down is you get these axes, they're NFTs, mm -hmm. and they're fairly expensive. Often nowadays they can be above four or five thousand dollars. And that's yeah. the character that you need to earn all the coins. So essentially rich people or people who have the means are buying the Axie and then they can uh -huh. let somebody from a poorer country um, that's willing to work for a very low amount of money, like a five or $10 an hour in US dollar terms to walk, to just go around clicking all day and they mm -hmm. can collect 15 or $20 worth of value. And then they can split that with the person doing it. So they oh. can, as a business mm. owner, they can go ahead and invest in all the Axies <laughs> and then they need a lot of labor, but these are humans that need to click around, uh -huh. usually from like other countries. I mean, is that the kind of business model that I think That's people amazing. should be like super aware of that they can start acquiring NFTs that have utility and then focus on trying to accumulate labor from across the world to do things That's in virtual so space? Cool. I think that is taking off right now. There's a whole ton of models like that. Um, mm. However, I don't think that's sustainable because mm. I think that we're paying people to kind of do a thing, a function within a video game. Mm -hmm. I see a more sustainable in real life kind of like a move to earn or create to earn model or mm -hmm. a um, build to earn. What's move to earn? So create to earn would be like what she's doing. Like they would pay you to build something in 3D. Yes. And then move to earn, what's that? Move to earn is, it's kind of like um, Fitbit. It's like a Fitbit. Oh, right? you're talking about like some kind of device in real life, like a health, like earn points for health. Yes. Working so, out or going somewhere, or showing up at a Walmart maybe yep. or moving into, so you're talking about a human moving into a physical space or it could be a video game character going to a virtual so location. Take the gamification out of it and think of like real life, uh, what we're doing in real life, like gardening or create, like moving around like our Fitbit. Uh -huh. What if you were getting, uh, Steppen is a really good um, example of this. I actually just met them in Boulder. A okay. couple of people that were doing a step in, like it's like step in, but it's a it's an NFT where basically you can you you purchase a set of sneakers or whatever mm -hmm. you buy in, and it tracks your walking and your all of those things, uh, your exercise. You get certain points, but you get you actually get um, crypto for like little bits yeah. of crypto for your movement in real life. And I think uh, this concept is yeah. actually really helpful because not only where well, I don't mm. want to, I don't necessarily want to pay somebody just to run around a video game. Mm. I love the concept of being able to create um, or move or build or think. You want the virtual currency earn. to help move in real life. Yeah. Like the mm. things that you're doing in real life translate into um, and there's, so cool. there's like a crossover yeah, between basketball for free. I know. That's right. Like, that's you get paid. No, you get paid. That's like your daughter making a pizza place. And you're like, well, I was like, wait, how do, you get, how do you get money? I think there's a lot of development. Yet okay. So have. just building on that, what would you, how, how would you handle a future where some of this stuff existed that could kind of know where you are? And there was an offer on the table, for example, to put on Oculus and go to a certain location and watch advertisements, but they would give you crypto or to go into a public space and, and say something like, I love Nike shoes. And then you would get a crypto or maybe you got some money each time you didn't, didn't swear for two hours or something. If like, Damn it. yeah, like so, or, or maybe a crypto for swearing if they want to really encourage that. Like, would, I would you definitely do it? You would like that kind of a world? Yeah. Cause why not? Like we're already doing it for free and a lot of companies yeah. are making money off us. So yeah. it's like, if we could get crumbs. I'll take it.
<laughs> if, you're, if you're already giving your data to Fitbit and yeah, already no, tracking you, you're already yeah. giving your data to all these and things. A lot like, of why not? NFT companies are doing that too nowadays. Mm. Like not play to earn, but what's it called? Is that play to earn? What is that? You, I call oh, it move play, to earn. I mean, play, yeah, yeah, create to earn. Play to earn just means show up and I don't even know what play to earn means, but it doesn't. It just mean play the game and then you get paid. Yep. For each yeah. hour that yep. you're in it or something. Yep. And there's a lot of that yeah. happening in, in like Puerto Rico and different countries that are mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, yeah. we, we understand yeah. that we can literally get paid more money, um, you know, in a video game than we can in, you know, picking yeah. vegetables or whatever that, whatever our country's Dang. economy is. So it's like, how do we then m move them into that? That's what fascinates me. Like if you are doing these things in real life and what we don't realize is we're already doing them and giving our data away for free. Yeah. We're already giving yeah. our data to Fitbit. We're giving it to Facebook. We're giving it to the GPS on your phone tracks every single place you go. You're giving that to Apple mm. for free. Yeah. So what if instead of doing that, you are doing these same tasks, these same things and creating, but you're incentivized in the metaverse to like they're, they're you're you're tokenized right mm -hmm. your social economics are built on the things that you're doing in real life right to sustain our earth but mm -hmm. also and this is what i'm very passionate about but also we're creating a digital twin of that and not only are we just tracking what you're walking like you're going to the gym but we're that we oh, like, I, so, like, so like a real life like if you a, plant a tree, so if you plant a tree in real life the digital twin knows mm -hmm. that you did this action in real life and then you can get rewarded on the digital side yes. with it with a token that you can't associate with the human real side because it just doesn't have the digital right? mechanism and so maybe it's a digital gotcha. currency yeah. or a social economics or something like that where we're saying hey we're incentivizing you know you to do both of these because I, I would not like to see a world in which we're only in a headset, right? Like we're only doing these things. It's it needs to be a crossover. Yeah, I think and absolutely. I, I think in the future we're mm. going to see a lot of that crossover because there are those that are like, I don't know how to play this video game, but yeah. I can uh, bake bread because we all did during COVID. We all learned how to make whatever. So <laughs> that's it's so like true, yeah. Pinterest for like. The metaverse it's like how oh, do you good idea you know plants a plants a garden hey, but also billion be, dollar idea pinterest for don't the metaverse? don't even literally this is no. my pitch come to tech alley <laughs> i'm literally I'm pitching this exact idea it's genius <laughs> you can have it done by then matt let's work on no, it no stop it that's my idea <laughs> i know let's that's exactly what i'm actually working on is like how do we incentivize like how do we but why not pinterest has a great business model just they take do. it into 3d and especially with a digital twin I've literally been I'll be so cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. You'll be the Instagram of that, That's exactly the my client. Like, I was wow. like, eh. She's like, cut that out. No, so, you, you can use it. It's fine. It's yeah. really great. I'm going to pitch this idea. But it, it's the idea of so, so living the, your so the life thing that you, the, and there's a crossover into the metaverse mm, of like yeah. your, the social economics and all the things that we're talking about and owning yep. your data and owning who right. you are and being like, the things that I'm doing matter. I'm walking around. I'm getting my 10,000 steps. But like, why would I just give Fitbit that information? Why right. not be yeah. like, hey, I know you're tracking me, but like, what what does it hey, mean gotcha. to me? So that's, I guess that's the thing. Your daughter already seems to have the skills and kind of the desire to create, but maybe the last part you could start instilling in her would be that your attention is valuable and the decisions you make should be rewarded if they're good decisions. So make sure to kind of think about, you know, maybe a coin or something for being a good friend or a coin for planting a tree or like where can you have a bunch of people come together for something and you help them learn about something and then you get paid for that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. 
I think just we're all Girl Scouts deep down, and we all want badges. We're all Girl Scouts? Okay, we're all <laughs> Scouts. We're all Scouts. <laughs> all we're the Scouts. I'm a Girl Scout. Though. Yeah. Blank Scouts, but we all, we all like badges. We like recognition. We yeah, like... that's true. Yeah. And I, th- I think you the metaverse Girl Scout badges? See what, see what Boy Scout badges they are. You're right. Why aren't these just... And what if Boy Scout badges were interchangeable with... Um, you know, Bitrex or Binance or something. They are back in the day. Called- something like I did some similar things. Yeah. So I loved Code Academy because I like I think it was Code Academy where you, where you got all the badges for learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel at a very simplistic level, that's kind of the the uh, metaverse that we're building. Yeah. We as humans like to be rewarded for mm-hmm. things, and so and that's where the gamification comes in, right? Mm. We we like a challenge, we like a puzzle. So if we can integrate that into what does our real life look like? Yeah. And, and, and how are we, we're at that cusp right now where like, how are we making an impact in, instead of just putting our headset on and going, yep. we're spending all this time in another world that is very cartoony and has very little impact. So yeah. like, what, what are some of the different careers that you've been, you're considering right now? So I went to school for architecture, but I'm more interested in web three and like possibilities there. And mm-hmm. I think architecture in the metaverse is really interesting, like building like all the houses we're looking at and stuff like it's a lot easier. And it's like the possibilities are endless, especially in like a creative scale, because like as an architect, you don't have a lot of freedom with creativity. Like the average architect, it's very like rigid and like just what the client wants. It's not a lot of creativity, like, you know. Right. So when you're handed projects like in the metaverse, like you could do anything. There's mm-hmm. no budget. Like there's no, like materials don't cost money. Like you're just dragging and dropping. And it, that's what I like about it. That mm-hmm. it's a whole new world. What about, are you worried that the barrier of entry is a little bit or quite a bit easier? Cause when, if I hired an architecture company to build a house, I would yeah. have to think to myself, wow, I, like I need the concrete to like actually hold up the structure and I would need like actual <laughs> room for to plumbing up, to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things whereas I don't need that here so we can go to Fiverr and potentially get people a lot cheaper. Are you worried that you won't be able to make as much money yes. building Ooh. virtually even though it's yes, more creative? Because I just like looking at the prices people are charging for stuff <laughs> earlier, like that's already like a huge problem. Good thing yeah. a lot of people don't know about Fiverr. But <laughs> yeah, like, what is fiber? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, that well, is and yeah, and who knows like the kind of quality you're getting and whether you want to work with somebody in yeah. America or not, or if that matters to you in person. But yeah, I oh, think yeah. it's very okay. underpaid for the amount of hours. I mean, in US dollars, like someone that lives here, like I can't charge that much as little as they do for like that type of work because it's not right anything here, you know. So right. When, like you, when you physically want to build a building in Las Vegas, in some sense, all the people in the other cities in the U.S. aren't going to be competing with you. Well, I mean, they might have some branches, mm-hmm. but in other countries, certainly not. So mm-hmm. you, I guess you're a bigger fish in a smaller pond when it comes to real architecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you get more creativity. So you're trying to balance those two things. Yeah. I'm, and I think in general, too, like I've been trying to like get more involved in like Decentraland, Sandbox, and, like those type of worlds. Uh-huh like meet the right people so I could like build stuff for like specific clients since like a lot of businesses are like moving there. But okay. I think it's a future. Yeah, it is the future. I think there's a lot of possibilities there. Are you? And that's inti- just one route to go. That's just like what I'm looking into now. Yeah. Are you intimidated by the fact that you'll have to create your own LLC or incorporate and deal with 
I don't know, taking money and, and selling to yourself to, to companies and making them trust you that you can convert their business into metaverse? Or are you no. ready to handle all those like small business challenges? Um, I've already gotten an LLC for like my furni custom furniture business. Oh, nice. That's like an in real life business. So I kind of have like the stepping stones, like figure it out for like starting a business. Mm. But that's something I'm learning too as I'm going. Okay. Okay. So Jamie, tell me about uh, the big companies that you've worked for. What have they been hiring for? And can it give us kind of a clue of like what skills are going to be needed in the future? Yeah. Uh, great question. Um, I, I've worked for Microsoft, Facebook, Magic Leap, um, a whole bunch of indie game studios. And uh, most recently I worked with like Star Atlas who was on Solana and yeah. a couple of metaverse. You should check uh, out that trailer, bro. It's so oh sick. Oh my God. Star Atlas is awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope it lives up to the hype. I, talk, I talked to their CEO, Mike. Is it going to live up to the hype? Uh, People want to know. I, we should just you play have to, it. You have to it's say nice way. things because it's going. It's I know avatar. it looks so sick. What is this? Dude, that's so cool, Dude, man. It's his new Star well, Atlas. You is, I guess you tell me, yeah. So it, it's it they, it's a metaverse, they right? call it an intergalactic metaverse, and um, no, they're about way. two years old, a little, not even uh, built on the Solana network. Do you own a lot of stuff in, in here? Do you have NFTs already that I have are going to go under there? Oh. The one thing, even though I, you're friends with the CEO, you didn't I buy know. any the NFTs. The one thing I, for the... I regret is actually doing the HR work and not doing the. Well, at least get a quick spaceship. How are you going to get around? Yeah. You're going you're to you're you're pay an arm and a leg if you don't get it now. Once this thing I, takes off. I know I need to ping my. Unless, I don't know. Yeah. Some people say it's Graphics too ambitious. But we'll you buy a planet? I don't like, think how it's too work? ambitious. I, th I think it's exactly what. That's very photorealistic um, metaverse <gasps> genre. Yeah. I mean, the photorealistic metaverse oh, will be so, so cool. cool. Whoever gets there first. So cool. But do you think that's in? That's probably Microsoft. Probably Microsoft's or someone ultra deep pockets who can pull that off. Honestly, I don't think Microsoft is actually, I don't want to speak for Microsoft, but in my experience, considering how long it took to get Halo Infinite out the door, and I oh, worked on that project for a, a year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that they're like going to jump into a metaverse space anytime soon. I don't want to speak for Microsoft. Well, obviously, but yeah. No, but again. they should because they're in a position. I mean, it just seems so hard and they might be on, one of the few companies with the, just the ability to make it happen. They have the server infrastructure and... And they do. They do. The, they, the they're companies. a big Unity shop. Um, what I learned when I worked with Halo Infinite for years and Forza and Xbox was... and going back seven eight years when um hololens r d first came out and they were like hey by the way we've got a headset we, ha we haven't even announced it yet um now we've got a headset what are we going to do with this and it was very because it was very augmented reality and we're like how do we combine that with some of the stuff that you're doing with halo and forza right starless is brilliant um i saw i see the future as being very photorealistic because that's what us as humans we we tend to gravitate toward it's hard to yeah we can watch looney tunes and you know the cartooniness of minecraft but when it comes down to how am i going to feel emotions how am i going to actually like 
if if my at, my grandma's avatar doesn't look like grandma, if it looks just like a pig, <laughs> in my I'm not gonna be. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. No, gonna yeah, like, it is. It's, I'm not it's gonna be like, hey, grandma pig. Like, right. yay. <laughs> we're, oink, we oink. want. We're humans. We're we're used to seeing a thing. In, but the pig won't oink, Matt. It'll still it be her grandma. What does <laughs> okay, my bad. Say? I'm sorry. Grandma pig will say. It's her microphone. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna oink. It'll just Maybe be a she pig might. that talks like your yeah. grandma. I mean, yeah. grandma could be a pig, right? Yeah, and whatever. Exactly. My. My, no, I interacted with a bucket of chicken last time I was in there. Was like, my oh, brain oh. thinks we're it, it, the whole thing is like who framed Roger Rabbit, right? If you think of that movie where there was like human beings, oh yeah, interacting with cartoon new- characters ahead of its time, that's kind of what the metaverse is. We're like, are you an avatar? Yeah. Are you your human can you body? Bring, can you bring up the new Chippendale trailer? Have you seen that? Like, no, the, but yeah, like, Chippendales. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you saw. Just it. enough like, We for might that. get demonetized <laughs> for this, Dylan. I don't know. That's fine. Where just, are we? Just play it for fun. It's trailer. Just, yeah. No, not Chip and Dale. That one, the, the Disney Plus one, bro. Not the Chip and Dales. You said Chip and Dales. That one right there. No, the second one down. You said Chip and Dale. I, I meant Chip oh, and Dale trailer. What? This is Can a kids trailer. No, this is a brand new movie. Haven't you guys heard about it? Oh, no. Wow. no. I thought you were look talking how, about the dancing look at guys. How they get, oh, okay. This isn't the real trailer. Go find the real trailer. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the new movie. Yeah, just play play this. So, oh so in gosh. this movie, they're using all types of animation. So they're I using love that. photo. They're using cartoon. They're using 3D. And one chip is from. Is the that cartoon. Peter Pan? Did Peter Pan get a, a drinking problem? What yeah, it's, it's been tough he's, he's <laughs> these past years. This. But this is really a Disney movie. This is not like a joke thing. I mean, it's amazing. I've which actually, I, which I love because Disney is when when Disney enters metaverse, I'm oh. like, you guys already had it. You guys already had it. Yeah, but it's that unifying of all these different worlds. Like all the, yep, di- they're, they're bringing yeah. all the Disney properties in, but some are in in different styles of animation, and they're letting them all kind of you know mix together. So That's so cool. I was just at Disneyland. This nice. is brilliant, actually. It shows you how how the different styles can come together, and maybe mm-hmm. Naomi can speak to that. But like, you can you can be a simple artist. You can be a really in depth artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think NFTs are going to play a huge role in like the metaverse too with like huge, yeah, like they're cool. pretty much cults, like bored apes. Like <laughs> yeah. they are. The no, bears, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. There are so many like different groups. And I think in the future, like they're going to incorporate, if they survive, they're going to incorporate that into like these worlds. Like that will be their avatar, you know, yeah. like kind of like this, how like there's random. That different- opens up. Yeah, well, that the, to me, the one thing about the problem and the kind of cool part about a community is that it can support a coin out of nowhere, right? Like if enough mm-hmm. people just all start believing that a coin has value and they kind of continually get it leveled out and transfer enough of it into USD to kind of get that cycle working. Yeah, you've you can start a project from anywhere and that can be good or bad, I guess. But yeah, I've seen a lot of like 3D animations made from like these 2Ds, like 3D artists through Twitter will reach out to like board ape owners and be like, this is the art that I sell. And they'll sell them like just like a little 3d moving hmm. gif hmm. of like, their well, you're essentially turning a house 3d, right. And just making some improvements to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're trying to take a real world asset. Do you see yourself working in a digital twin one day? Like, would you work for the city of Las Vegas or something copying over Las Vegas into a digital version? I've never thought of that. Please say yes. Yes. That's your that's your jam. <laughs> Do right? it. I yeah, mean, yeah. Great. Can I hire I would this love girl? To. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'd be good. So now you've got a new hire. It's perfect. Yep. <laughs> okay. So we're talking. Is there, oh yeah. So I guess just kind of building on. So you've seen what people have been hiring. Sorry, you were a recruiter, and 
you knew about HoloLens before it, it was released, I guess. So what kind of skills did they need really? at that That's point so cool. to like prototype that out? So all the skills necessary to build a video game, um, which are like 3D art, animation, VFX. Um, at the time, it was Unity or Unreal Engine, right? Mm -hmm. Which nobody had kind of really heard of. Um, and then, you know, producers software engineers. Um, so I saw a lot of, I mean, the, the exact same skill sets. Yeah. So, uh, Microsoft, you know, seven, eight, 10 years ago, hiring a lot of 3d artists, animators, VFX, unreal. Actually they were a unity shop. So a lot of unity certified engineers, but here's the thing. Most of those people came from AAA gaming. Some of them came from film and television, like on the VFX side. Okay. But in the metaverse, you need real time. You need people mm -hmm. who can actually um, build. As you're experiencing a thing, you need code and AI to come in and say, what, what is that thing that you're yeah. experiencing so and how does that build, go? And yeah, so that's really advanced. Yeah, they're raw tools, yeah. That's, and that's a lot of advanced healing. Stuff. Yeah. So, so we're past that point. So Microsoft doesn't need those people anymore. As they, much. they do and they don't. But if you were thinking about where would my career be, what kind of job? Um, yeah, exactly. Here in we the are. metaverse, I, yeah. um, it's everything from right now. It's the soft skills would be like a community manager, a guide, a creator. Hey, mm -hmm. how do I build a house in this? How do I? And it's not as advanced, right? As... Microsoft was hiring for 10 years ago or five years ago or even two years ago. You can go on the Microsoft level, but what's cool about the metaverse and this space is you, because of the tools that have been built, you don't actually have to write a lot of code. You don't have to be a super in-depth hmm. shading, oh. texturing, lighting artist. You can be, okay, but so just starting out, you don't have to have every single thing. Okay, so walk me through. What would happen if somebody came to you and said, hey, I've been a truck driver. I'm getting like laid off. I'm super interested in the metaverse. Is there any help, hope for them? Or would you say, go go back to school and learn to code? Or would you say, maybe there is a go way to, to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or like, what would you do? Let's, let's throw out a few things. So like truck driver, what would you say to that person? I, I would ask the truck driver like where, where they want to spend the most time, right? Because some of us want to spend time in a headset guiding people through that experience. Some of oh. us look at a screen and we're like, we want to design what that ex user experience. Mm -hmm. Some of us are like, actually, um, I just want to like figure out the nickels and dimes behind running a business in the metaverse. So, or, or 3d web 3d. So, mm -hmm. For a truck driver, I would say, what do you enjoy? Maybe maybe it's the simulation. I One of my favorite hires was a, a guy who had just got out of the Air Force, and he really wanted to work for Forza, um, and that's a race car game. And so he yep. had spent so much time, no college degree, was in the Army, but spent all of his free time drawing cars, drawing Forza-like like cars, like okay. Formula just pen, One. Just pen and paper style. Uh, but he was doing it through, I think he was doing it through 3DS Max, actually. Okay, so 3D um, designing, yeah. So an, a 3D arts um, computer scope. And he sent me a number of his, uh, his, his whole portfolio. But he's like, hey, I've never worked for a AAA game. I've never worked in the video game industry. I'm coming out of the army. Um, but here's, but I've spent hours doing this. I sent that on 
And the interview process was fantastic with him, not because he had uh, the specific requirements, but because he had studied the level of detail that it takes. And I think that's, if you want to create or build, think about the environment. This, well, this particular person just spent hours going, how do I draw a car? Like that was yep. just one element. Like how yeah. do I draw a car to the best of my ability? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you can code or, or if you want to code or yep. if you're a people person, or if you can sell this or I build 3D. So, you, so it's Na Naomi's best <laughs> so asset cool. was her thinking about wanting to create a, a space virtually for people mm -hmm. more so than the architecture degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to be a creator of experiences something that i learned in architecture school that like stuck with me was like as an architect we're in charge of creating like experiences for people like where you're at is gonna determine like your mood how you like treat other people the way you interact with other people so like as a creator of space i feel like in the meta like there's just so much unexplored and like possibilities sure. like, exactly it's so yeah. new like too, there is you know? not like for me the relaxation of seeing my bookshelf there's like a familiarity there's a mm -hmm. certain warmth to mm -hmm. this studio that we're in yeah. that i've just always loved that I don't, I don't get sometimes and i'm sure the equivalent is going to play out our we have the same psychology when we have vr on so yeah. someone's oh. got to just still choose i don't know something either beautiful if that's what you want mm -hmm. or scary if it's a scary game or something fitting to whatever the experience you're trying to create yeah. is. Mm -hmm. So does it matter to you if it's a scary game or a race car game, or are you okay with almost any experience or do you have to want to, do you have your own thing that you're reaching for in, in the world? Um, I haven't really looked at it as like a game, like with a purpose. It's more of like just an experience and like sharing it with other people, like being in this world with other people and like what you could do together. Like, Okay, so maybe you guys can, can you can, to a quick side note, can you help me brainstorm? I want to do a, a mm -hmm. birthday party for my girlfriend in VR. But what kind of experience do you think would be cool for, uh, I don't know, a birthday party? Oh, my. Guy oh my. diving. I mean, I want the, like, I got a big purple birthday cake, which is cool, but like, I don't know if it should explode or if like, I've been thinking about maybe having hundreds of thousands of people that, if they're just cloned people, I could press a button and maybe they would all cheer or something like when she blows out the candle. And then I was not sure really if like, can it figure out blowing like, you know, like, or do I have to press a button right when she blows to blow out you the candle? Like, I'm, I'm, you should make the cake explode. And just get cake oh, everywhere in the so, room. Yeah. And just ruin the walls and, and stuff. Why not? But then you could press the button. It's 3D, so it doesn't matter if it. What if you make the cake turn into cards? Cake turn to cards? Yeah, I guess so. The so cool. maybe, maybe we can just press a button or, an, or maybe somehow just when she walks next to it or something, it turns into cards. Yeah. I feel that since it's hard for my brain to an illusionist, yeah. Yeah. the cake and the setting that you have it in, I feel like the setting needs to be have like secret doors and secret yeah, little we need secret everything exactly like, a little yeah. passageway Good like point. whatever 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 room or environment you're in has like there's a little puzzle and maybe there's like a scavenger not a scavenger like a treasure hunt puzzle oh, like yeah. and she sees things and she goes 
oh, and she's in it and you know it. And maybe the audience doesn't know, but maybe there's things tied to yeah. your experiences. So there's together. only a few of us coming. So I'm sending this to some of her family and friends if they don't already have them. So there'll just be a few people. Should we all know the secret and watch her do it? Or do you think we should? I, I would, should create it. I feel like you should know the and secret. And then even her or her and her friends have to figure out. It's almost like one like of a, those like hidden rooms where, yeah. or, or like um, you're, you're trying to find all these little Easter pieces. Eggs. Yeah, yeah, little Easter eggs. So she yeah. looks over and she's like, Oh my gosh, that's the key from this. Oh, maybe which then maybe leads to the blue scarf. So from maybe that. Little, maybe hints from our relationship over the last six years. And they're kind of they're kind of built into maybe the walls or the yeah. bookcase or the environment somehow. Yeah. And she's in there yeah. and she doesn't know. When she looks around, she's like, "Oh my god, babe, is that is that the thing? Yeah, that like we, we did. We did like is that the thing first... from our first date? Yeah, is that the thing? Had, and she our... looks at you and you're like, she's like in my avatar." Hey. Yeah. yeah, and then course, I, my avatar grins and stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Because our first, yeah, one of our first dates, we went for tacos, so I could throw a taco in there. We did tough mutter, so I could put mm-hmm. maybe like a sign or put some mud. Maybe she could like get that as a clue. Because I love nostalgia, but I also like working it into into like, the, the digital world yeah. of like their clues. Somehow that would be good because then it brings back her human memories from like virtual objects. So now we're getting. Mm-hmm. I guess I could take that photo and scan it in there and maybe she opens a box and it's in there or something. Maybe okay. like a linear history or something. Or she opens a door. And then it leads to a birthday cake. I like doors. Maybe the... I mean, I also like secret yeah. past... I you mean, think each one, thing... maybe a room, maybe like five or six things, each one's its own room? I think the room thing, like hidden rooms would be interesting. She would enjoy that experience of like... Especially and then there could be people in different rooms like waiting for her, like giving her keys. Oh, maybe I put her friends in different rooms. Yes. Oh, That's a great that idea. would be sweet. <laughs> you stand here. Yeah, and then because oh we can, we, and then yeah. w- when because you can triangulate. Yeah, yeah, and then we can send her, send her friends a text message like she's we're, like we're starting at five p.m. She'll probably be in room one by five ten, mm-hmm. but then I'll be like, hey, she's almost she's going faster than expected. She's in room two. Go in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. And then maybe she walks up and there's it's an like avatar and she doesn't really know which one of her friends has this on. Huh. Or maybe, oh, yeah. maybe she'll hear. Maybe yeah. she'll hear from the voice right away. Or that could be its own mystery, like figuring out which friend is in each. But maybe room. in each room. I mean, I'm a big fan of the the game Clue. For okay, oh Colonel Mustard. You know, in the library. Can you Google Colonel Mustard. Huh? With the candles. Colonel. Co- oh. Colonel Mustard. Colonel. Am I a boomer? I'm totally a boomer. <laughs> oh my in, gosh. Not Colonel. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> That guy? We've talked about. You're a big fan of that guy. I am a big Colonel Mustard fan, but I also love. Why is his head on? Is he a pawn? And Scarlet? (laughs) Is he a pawn? Oh, from chess. The pawn. From Clue, the game Clue. Oh no, Naomi. He's an imperialist person. No, she's okay. I'm sorry. I I, I know the game Clue. Colonel Mustard. He's somehow in the game. Hey, oh yeah, and like Scarlet, Colonel Mustard. What are the Clue characters? Well, anyway, so you could. You want to do something like that? Yellow. I. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for <laughs> the illusionist in Jen. Like I feel yeah, like I feel fun. like hidden little nuggets where she gets to discover like oh, oh now I I'm looking around and now I see this thing that, would that be cool. as I see it I also realize it means something to me. Like yeah. all of this is great but like that's the thing that you put in there just for me and I get to it unlocks Aww. the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and then that's so cool. Maybe and there's thing? the book that got her into magic is the Royal Road to Card Magic. I bet I could get that book somehow, somewhere. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sure that someone could take a book and skin it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. that's doable. Like, you could put a, is it a texture or you put like a JPEG, but somehow wrap it around the 3D object or something? 
You could do anything. Basically, make a book. You yeah, could do make anything. a book cover. Yeah, yeah, anyone who could do that. That's the summary cool. of the metaverse. That's you yeah. can metaverse. do anything. Yeah, that'd be cool. Go up a little ladder, and then do we get? So maybe I'll make a. Yeah, maybe I'll make a, some kind of a square with like four rooms on the bottom, four on the top, and then we'll just go around. And by the time she gets to the last one, there'll be the birthday cake there, mm-hmm. and then maybe all the avatars. I can make a back door for the avatars to get up to the birthday mm-hmm. cake room, and she'll discover one by one. Yeah, mm-hmm. excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I grew up watching like Inspector Gadget and such, so I'm like, ha, 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 we can Inspector do this. Gadget. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, this would be fun. I hope she. I gotta stop using boomer terms. I, I hope she. No, no I'm just kidding. Gadget. I don't expect a gadget. Go, go, gadget is. metaverse. Arms. No, if it's been remade, we're good. The kids will know what we're talking kids about. Will know. Okay. Yeah, as long as it gets remade. The Super Nintendo game. Oh my gosh. What's a Super Nintendo? Can you explain that? (laughs) Can I? It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto, but it's like Nintendo 2.0. It's just super. What about like size? I was gonna say size could be another thing too. What if we shrunk down and like went into a tiny little mouse hole or something, and there's like a whole thing in there? You know, that's what I love about the I got a metaverse concept. Anything is possible, so you can be. Like well, and that's what, that's what your daughter's really, that's like when your daughter becomes the entire generation of, of workforce, when mm-hmm. she's like in her 25 to 30 range and everybody is like in that generation working, they won't be limited the same way I think I am by imagining a room with a ladder and stuff. Like they're just not even going to jump to all those pre, I don't know, pre pro like things that I've thought of. They're just going to be able to be like, okay, we'll just make this thing float and this thing flies and then we teleport here and then boom. Like, Which is fascinating you know right? yeah the, the future workforce is not defined by cubicles and yeah. office spaces and commutes the Whoa. future Ugh. of work actually is right 3d in a digital simulated yeah. environment well, yeah and, and the way That's the way so like we cool. sometimes look at our grandparents and they're like they're having trouble just like navigating iphones and like bringing up zoom and we're like ah it's pretty easy but they'll i'll have that problem thinking Oh, that's right. You can just teleport. Oh, that's right. Like, I really don't need to even worry about all these limitations that I used to uh, clicking with the mouse and bringing up an app. I forgot apps just know what you need because they know what you're doing and it's all contextual. You know, that that sort of thing is going to be hard. My 14 year old daughter change. asked me, she's like, hey, mom, what did you guys do before you had GPS and like Apple Google Maps? And I said, Got we lost. had actual yeah. map. We had physical paper. I don't know. We, what, what's we a map? Very far. We just got lost. Can you explain a map what a map is? I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know. At some point, Matt's not just young. He's just dumb. So we just have to like, <laughs> we have to forget. Christopher Columbus you okay? Who's Christopher Columbus? <laughs> I don't know. So just walk, walk us through, Naomi. What's, what, are, like, what are all the 3D platforms that you know of and all the tools that... You learned in architecture and in your free time to create spaces. What's the landscape look like? Um, it depends on what you're working with. Like there's some specifically for product design. There's some. Yeah. Give us a list of everything, you know, from all aspects. So what I use for like product design is Rhino. Also like SketchUp 3D. That's like really big for interior and mm-hmm. architectural. And all these programs have like plugins as well like v-ray and then that's when textures and lighting come in and that's what you use to render that's what i use is v-ray i think that's one of the best ones so that's a plugin you put into rhino or yeah they 3D, have it for, or sketchup they have it for 3d max they have it for and that um, allows things to look photorealistic yeah so oh, they, they have v-ray so and good. these type of plugins for like that's every awesome. 3d program so okay. like 
3D Max, um, Blender, and like SketchUp, they're just like the base. This is where you just model everything and then you have to add another plugin to like. So what differentiates them? Like why would someone pick one over the other? It just depends on like what you want to use it for. Cause like SketchUp 3D, for example, it's very like blocky. Like everything is like lines, you know, it's very rigid and it's mm. very easy to use and the cool thing about sketchup is that there's like a, a warehouse it's called it's like 3d warehouse so a lot uh -huh. of stuff's already made like furniture little props like you just drag and drop so it's one of the simpler so it's a prototyping software yeah it's one of the, like the simpler programs to use when you're like trying to just put a visual out there but when you're doing more like custom stuff like elaborate shapes you start getting into like rhino and then like grasshopper Grasshopper is like coding stuff and like you can move all these files into like other engines like unity and like mm -hmm. unreal engine and that's when it gets more like animated mm -hmm. so that's for motion that's so cool unity and unreal engine are for motion and for simplicity you said sketchup and grasshopper rhino grasshopper rhino. grasshopper is like a plugin in rhino that helps you do these crazy shapes and it's a lot of coding but mm. I have to ask a question it. really quick. So you guys don't use 3DS or Maya or Blender at all? I personally I'm don't, but Blender is like really huge. It's like one of the bigger okay. ones. I, I was just curious because the- Yeah, list the, off what you know. A, yeah, yeah I, but we'll I, we'll I hiring like interior design architect. So the work that I've been doing mm. over the last number of years is- the environmental artist in in photorealistic AAA gaming mm -hmm. used um, 3DS and then Maya and Blender to create like like when you have to hire a specific lighting artist and you're looking through portfolios on ArtStation for just lighting like just mm -hmm. like what makes a great lighting artist um, it's it it's fascinating to me that students now are coming up with like hey we can create anything. Whereas the industry veterans from 20 years ago were like, oh my God, they grew up as like fine artists and painters. Mm -hmm. And now, now the workforce of tomorrow is creating in Roblox and Minecraft. It, <laughs> it really, it's, no, it's a really interesting Wait, so has the, has the 3D Ooh. world already segmented out? Because we were just looking at Fiverr and for fairly cheap, they'll be like, I'll build you a bare bones house. But I guess you're saying someone should maybe just go be all lighting or all character rigging mm. or all uh, just so texture weird. modeling and then try, oh. then AAA companies will say, hey, we're looking for photorealism. We can't just hire generic Fiverr guys. We need like mm -hmm. the world's best yep. lighting people. So that's what I spent a number of years actually recruiting for and looking through, like getting really, so when you want to work for the best of the best, like what makes the best, the best lighting artist or texture artist or prop artist or weapons artist, right? Mm. For if you're hiring for Call of Duty. Oh, even the type of object is a whole nother subject. Yeah, like you I might would be, literally. You might be like rocks, leaves, outdoorsy rocks, scenes. Leaves. I might do weapons. Yep. I Some might people, do. Yep. Some people just and... foliage. Some people just do trees. Oh, Some people it's just that do. Is that diversified now? It, it is in AAA gaming, which is fascinating because it actually lends itself yeah. into VR. So all those people are now working in VR because they're like, oh my gosh, I have the same skill set. It's the yeah. same skill set. All the people building video games are now building all this. Yeah. 
But yes, it comes to that level of detail at the highest level. I'm not seeing it in current metaverse, but I can't wait. I can't wait until the people who literally all they do is design weapons for a living. When that skill set moves into the metaverse, gotcha. Because they're very photorealistic. They're very like if you draw motorcycles, like all you do in 3D is motorcycles. Mm-hmm. That's a very specific skill set. Mm-hmm. And you're right, because the, they're going to have their own library, so to know yep. how to bend all the like little engine pieces. And you can't right? just pull that from a stock. You can't just pull yeah. that from a a furniture designer. Would be well to like mark themselves as the best furniture exactly. designer, yeah. the best, right? Because some of these things, um, you can't just take a. You can take a stock photo of a plant or a gun or a car, but when you get it a Forza level, like a, a Formula One, yeah, the person that draws that car, those vehicles, that terrain is like like the best right. of the best in the exactly. world. They're getting no, 100%. But there's a lot of in between, right? What so kind that, of sa- can they expect salaries above 100,000? Oh, f- yes. Okay. I almost swore mm-hmm. on your show. Especially bigger Heck games. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say an environmental artist with 3 years of experience no less than 150. What? Like oh. from a photorealistic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but also So you would recommend specialization? It's not good to be this generic creator. We had this entire conversation years ago. Specialist, like 3D generalists were a thing coming out of college, a whole bunch. But when you get into the best of the best, you have to be specialized. You just do. And so what I would encourage anybody thinking in their artistry, whether it's interior design, maybe it's cabinetry. Maybe you do kitchens really well, better than anyone else. This is what I see in the metaverse. A like, kitchen specialist. Yeah, you, you could. No, yeah. no, that's a thing. Like yeah. you that's could awesome. be the kitchen. Oh, that's you, not a that's not a joke. No, absolutely not. It's a joke right now. But, but you wait until you put a, you put a <laughs> VR headset on and you're like, I am the 3D kitchen, kitchen specialist. Yeah, yeah. and everybody who wants kitchen. a dope kitchen. Right? Everyone That'd on be so cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Or you, or you build landscapes, VR. or you build. So that's mm-hmm. the build to create. Mm-hmm. Can, you sorry, bring up, can you bring up Naomi's so you, uh, Instagram? Or do you suggest like focusing in on your niche? Or those photos like she's saying? Your... I would because what I heard with generalists um, and trying to hire a generalist, yeah, they're great. We can we, They can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's entry level. Mm-hmm. But when you get into, hey, I need, oh, that's brilliant. So guy Naomi, she's it's already really created nice. these types of things. Do you think she should just double down on bathrooms and cabinetry? I think Naomi should double down on whatever Naomi loves, right? Because there's, there's a niche in all of this, right? And so if you are like, oh my gosh, I love kitchens. I love, again, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing, but Mm -hmm. I love closets myself personally. I am a closet um, <laughs> You're junkie. A closet like junkie. I could look at closets all day. My Pinterest <laughs> board for closets is ridiculous. Could you do closets <laughs> for 10 years? Okay, okay. So you're not a closet person. Yeah. I, I could do furniture though. That's the, <gasps> the long-term plan. Okay. Is that niche enough? So that's, that's or a very niche. No, no, that's actually, so Wayfair did this whole thing where we, I say we, Wayfair, not me, uh, hired mm-hmm. a ton of my artists. Um, a bunch of 3D artists to build furniture mm-hmm. the, the, to spec, right? Like, how, can you build this? Can you build this? People ask all but the they time. They took real Wayfair furniture and yes. made it 3D, or they were first one in 3D and then they were creating stuff that they matched took it. real Wayfair f- furniture. They hired what? 3D artists to build that, so then they could Amazon and Wayfair could 
you hold up your phone and uh, you say, and hey, how does this the, chair yeah. look in my... But they had to get a 3D artist to then mm-hmm. build the... That's a digital twin of their warehouse. Yeah. Which opens up a fascinating conversation, reverse that into NFTs right now. So now we've got all these 3D assets. What if you're a furniture designer that says, here's my chair in real life. Oh, Do you want this, I got this it. chair it just in real clicked. life is yep. also an NFT. I've been thinking of doing what? that. I actually... Because I have not seen people do that yet. And what if you have a collection of 1,000 and like just like an NFT, you're like first come, first serve. When 1,000 is done, they'll never be there again. Everybody knows that it has like Naomi's name on it because she's like the furniture queen. Heck yeah. So you have to build your brand up around it too. It's status. It's status in the the metaverse. Like it's not just what we wear. It's also our environment. So think about like your chairs. Like look at this. Okay. Yeah. this This is a great 3D you know, okay, cool. But what are those lights? What if status, as it is right now, translates into the metaverse, which we know it does. It does. So why would you not want to, pay, why would oh. that not be a status, like whatever that light fixture is, whatever right. that bottle of wine is. Because people want to go to Naomi's future website or whatever and say, mm-hmm. and see the thing that they paid for and then yep. they can show their friends, like, look, this is official or not even yeah, through the website, so but just but actually furniture. checking the NFT and just say, hey, look, you can, you can just tell she made it for me. And when we wrap mm-hmm. our brains around the mm-hmm. idea, the concept, and it's not that far off that an NFT is a digital asset, but it's also mm-hmm. a real life asset. What if this this one of a yeah, kind chair? I want to do in real life furniture. Is also incorporate you can it, it with Web three. Mm-hmm. Like what if exactly no one else ever? Said. No. What if no one else gets to have this in their website? Right? Because mm-hmm. metaverse is basically yeah. okay. Just so your once you've built this chair on your uh, Rhino software or whatever, you've used Re- V-Ray. It looks beautiful. Can you, you're going to attach the OBJ file to an NFT or you're going to just take photos and sell those as NFTs or what's your plan? I think depending on what worlds like are available, I could offer it as like an OBG inside of like your home, like an object you could drag and drop because that's already a thing with wearables. And you would only mint like a thousand of them and you'd sell them individually? Yeah. So I wouldn't even do that many. I would do like smaller because it's takes a lot to make them and you have to get artisans and like i want to actually like every person that buys it and has this object is also going to get one shipped to their house and it's going to get it installed or whatever mm-hmm. the case is in their virtual oh yeah in, in their real, real life house. yeah because yeah, you so want because like, you're going to make yours in real life also yeah so basically like purchasing the nft would just would give you the real one okay yeah but you i have, love that concept so i should i should own I it so for buying this from pottery barn i should have gotten an nft of this also and there should only mm. be so many yeah only on, if only if you want this table to be in your digital space and that is where we open yeah, of up course the i want this whole bookshelf every book that i bought so i bought all these here's so i'm actually not a Tell huge more. I, i'm not a huge reader i'm a huge audiobook listener but when I wanted to build this shelf, I was like, oh, I want all my books. So I had to basically buy them twice. But I bought the digital version, you know, to listen to it and actually explore it in the first place. And then later I bought the physical version just for. But that's there. a great concept. Yeah, but and I'm like. Like to understand human psychology, we like the things that we can touch, yeah. right? Yeah, we, that's true. As humans, we want to touch stuff. We're going to live in a home. I don't see us living in little pods like Ready Player One just You don't yet. see that? <laughs> I was we will. Say that. We, we'll get there. Listen, I'm buying a hotel so we can put people into pods so they can put them in head, headsets so we can <laughs> do all the things. But right. listen, you don't need that much space if you really think about it. But for those of us who love 
you know, our tangible items. Yeah. We want to bring them into, I, I believe we're going to want to bring them into our digital space as well. Because once we, once we are able to conceptualize, hey, we're 3D, our avatar is 3D, we're, you are going to want to hang out in Dylan's awesome, right, for sure. like, mm -hmm. uh, like apartment in, in the metaverse as well, I believe. And so banking on that, you're also going to, we can create this in 3D, but who, who's to say that this chair, that, that book, that the things like, how do we know that you yeah. actually own those things? And it's a fascinating it concept weird. because it's like, it's not just my Facebook, my Instagram, my whatever platform. Mm -hmm. It's now what Dylan owns in the digital space that could replicate what you own in real life or could not. It could be wildly yeah, imaginative. It could be used crazy. To value diverging like that. Like, like, if think, Disney, that like, like if Disneyland takes Pirates of the Caribbean and makes a digital twin and they charge some tiny like 10 cents for your avatar to like go through it everyone that could just be duplicated and someone else could do it but you think somehow just the fact that people know that one is made by disney they'll pay more money for it i think that comes down to smart contracts and mm -hmm. how we understand the interaction between point a and point b or disney will always have to put more developers on it to make it more photorealistic than the next guy because the next guy is always copying it you know what I mean? Like, I'm just wondering, like, how do you own something that can be simulated differently? I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. If oh, people that's a great actually, question. Like, yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm just wondering if is it really that valuable to someone who's going to write a digital Pirates of the Caribbean that it's actually NFT'd to Disney or it's just some ripoff? That's fascinating. Because um, an experience can just be copied. Good point. So how would? But you... they might. I mean, or, especially how small. Like, are you going to walk around and be like, oh, that light bulb was from Martha Stewart, and like that doorknob was in made digital by yeah like that, and then be like oh let me check my like who's gonna like check the nft oh. every time and like make sure that well that's a great question because gucci and a lot of these luxury brands are getting into the metaverse right now and doing pairings oh, wait really so that's yeah. a really great question oh my god yeah so like snoop dogg louis vuitton gucci like all the luxury oh. brands are in the metaverse right now yeah so oh, that's, that's a great so question cool. how do you because we're 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 looking at human psychology. Humans want status. We want status in real life. We want status, most of us, in wherever we're at. Mm -hmm. So why would you buy a Louis Vuitton bag in the metaverse? Like, yeah. and what does that mean? I could, you could draw me a bag in the metaverse and da da da. But yeah. what makes it yeah. actually Gucci? What makes it a Gucci brand? Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, they are they are doubling down billions into yeah. this space right now. Well, at first, I kind of get it. Like you're like, whoa, I kind of pioneered it. Like I've got this Gucci bag. You can tell. Check the blockchain. Check their website. Mm -hmm. But then after a long time, I just don't know if it'll get lost. Like, mm -hmm. will it matter or not? Or will Naomi have to have a big like YouTube following? I think it's about to make building it a brand and like having that exclusiveness and like that kind of like cult following. Like as designers, I feel like it opens a lot of doors like Web3 because like creating it a digital asset as well just gives it more like mm. this is new. This is the future, you know, mm -hmm. and like there's I, I like what you said about like what is it just going to be the same object in the metaverse? Like, no, it could like what if this object does more like it? Yeah. It Mary brings Poppins stuff bag. To yeah, like animation. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. It's not a Louis yeah. Vuitton bag. It's a Mary Poppins bag, right? It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I feel do, like with yeah. lighting and stuff, that's you could do so much. 
Yeah, but it would be like it would be interesting if I had just millions of dollars to spare, which I don't. But if I did, it would be interesting to just say, "Here's a box in virtual reality, or just make an object." And I'm just going to say every year I'm going to put $100,000 into making this box do something cooler every year from now on. And like there's yeah. a thousand of them and sell them and take all that money and do that. And then I don't know. It's just maybe just this box and everybody bought it for 10 bucks, but they pulled all that money together. And that box sometimes lets you into a real life restaurant or sometimes just displays something on your birthday. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it would just be, you know what I mean? And pe- maybe people just Some pay for that. Or, it's like the or if it came like, from Disney, you'd be like, it'll always have like a Disney surprise every day for the whole year. And like every day, I don't know, like maybe just like checking it. And that's part the of fun your part jam. about you know? this for me is that having been a developer in web two, um, and like 15 years ago, moving tons of people into like, why do we need a website? Why do we need the Facebook? It's a really fun space to like yeah. now be going, okay, here's why you need a 3D space and why it's important for you to know like wh- where you build that on. Yeah. It, it's a, an entirely different conversation, but it's also like, where do you want to hang out? When you, when you sell to your clients. Well, where your friends are, probably. Where do you, yeah, when you're talking to grandma, where you're collecting your kids' memories, where is that stuff stored? And I think for, for me, the biggest thing is when I'm taking pictures of my kid, where do I host that? Where does that live? Mm. How do I create that? And, and I'm, I feel like this is a little bit of a route, Jill, sorry. But, and how do we protect that? How do I know that I own those photos? How do I know that my little world that I'm building in, in pixels is mine? And that's mm. been really important to me because right now in Web2, a lot of what we're doing, a lot of what we're posting, a lot of what we're sharing, a lot of where we're going, even the data that's being collected on our phones yeah. isn't ours. We don't own that. We're yeah. not getting paid for that. Dude, for sure. We're not getting paid for that. By the way, Facebook's selling you ads, but we're not getting paid. So how do I create my own little space? And then how do I fill it with the things that matter to me? And maybe that is photorealistic. Can you answer that for us? How are you going to do that? Because you're the one that's probably going to build a career right now because, Mm -hmm. you know, in VR and in the metaverse. Yeah. Like, how are you going to build a space that people plan to come to? And it matters to them that they have one of your 25 chairs. I think for me, um, for with my own vision, it's more like in real life so i have to find a way to like make it more interesting in the metaverse like make these objects and these custom pieces of art like come to life and like provide value for the people that are like experiencing it in the metaverse because in real life like it has use you know like coffee table like you'll use it but you're gonna try to tie real life to all your objects yeah so with like my furniture stuff what i want to do is like or say if it was like an NFT, for every NFT you buy, like it would be delivered to your house. Like it's a real mm-hmm. life thing. And why do you want to do that? Because you might be able to scale better without that holding you back and slowing you down, right? Or is that actually what is that what you think is set you apart? Is it's a barrier to entry? That's better. Yeah, for I your think career? because it's new and because there's a lot of money in the NFT world that it has a lot of potential, and like. It, I think it has a lot to do with like building a brand as well and like meeting the right people. But it's something I would like to try. It's not like a for sure thing. Yeah, just how to build your brand. Mm-hmm. Matt, have you done any VR dating? 
all, all the time, man. <laughs> okay, so you'll date an avatar without seeing their face? Oh, yeah. Without a real yeah. life? What? Why he, not? Because he doesn't need the real life. Only, I only care about people, personality. People or do you want... to do that on Meads. It's like hot or what? not. It's like hot or not. <laughs> What's Meads? Meads. Meads? Can you look M- that up? Meads? Yeah, check it out. Like this? No, M-E-E-Z. But that's online. Yeah. What's the future of online this, dating look like, Jamie? This is like... Oh, I, I know Meads. Yeah. I used this as a child. People would come on these oh, little virtual have, rooms. Go to YouTube. You ever play Gaia Online? No. It was like that. Dylan, we have so much to no. learn. See this? this I've never dated on me like, before. As a, as a child, <laughs> people would hang out here and just chat and like get like boyfriends and girlfriends. That's actually oh. funny. Like and a, so like when you say as a child, you mean like how many years ago? Like middle school. Middle like school, yeah. Know, like 10 years, 15 years. I'll show you like guy online. It's very similar to oh, like, Yeah, go to Gaia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaia. Yeah. You know Gaia? You look it up on, uh, you, look yeah, it up yeah. on YouTube. I'll show you my Gaia, my Gaia account. This was the blueprint. I'm just joking. This is this is what's fascinating <laughs> to me. So we can have all these conversations as <clears throat> however old I am. I'm just going to leave that part out of this podcast. However, <laughs> it's fascinating to me that anyone who's 10 years younger than I am and below has already done all of this stuff. Yeah, like, like it's not like it's not like you're imagining. Like, you're like imagine if this happens, like, you're like, yeah, we've done it. Do, 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 what is the metaverse? Yeah. Like just ask a 14 year old, hey, what do you do all day? And they're like, hey, I'm doing this, this, and this. And I'm like, like I'm cool, dating dad, someone on Gaia online. I've got a, I've got a boyfriend <laughs> you know. on Gaia. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. My my 14 year old daughter had a little Roblox boyfriend for a long time, and she's like, do do do. His name is Thomas, and I'm like, okay. And I would tell her, I'm like. Honey, I'm so excited for when you get an IRL boyfriend. She's like, Mom, you can't say IRL. I'm like, I can because like your little Roblox boyfriend isn't a real boyfriend. And I, I didn't say that, but Aww. it was. How I, could I never you said to that. your daughter? I never broke her Roblox heart. He did that. Anyway, so. He dumped her? Didn't it turn into a lifelong It did not romance. turn it. I know. It did not turn into a lifelong Roblox romance. That's okay. It's, they're Roblox young. should have paid for their wedding. But <laughs> however, it's, it, it offers the conversation of literally an entire generation have learned, yeah. ha- have adapted to socializing, finding romantic partners, yeah. working, creating mm-hmm. in the metaverse. Like, it's, it's I hard. feel like a boomer going like, yeah. hey, you guys tell us what you want because <laughs> we've created the infrastructure and that's what yeah. I've been doing for the last number of years is hiring people to build the spaces. Mm-hmm. And yet we need to have the conversation with those who are actually interacting in the spaces yeah. and mm-hmm. I think developing well, relationships and building and earning and no, growing. So, so Bitcoin, cool. Bitcoin yeah. is a scarce asset, but there isn't really anything that's as scarce as as I guess your, your time, your attention, your human brain, because you might have, so Matt might be dating five different women online, right? And he might have a different avatar for each one. One's on Gaia and one's in Roblox and all the places he dates women, but he still has to log into each one. Or maybe, maybe he doesn't date on Roblox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. Or no, yo. Or like, to, like you know, like he's on Tinder and Decentraland and uh, Grand Theft Auto or wherever wherever these people are. I love how Tinder, Decentraland, and Grand Theft Auto all suddenly became 
but, but, well, we're I'm all using, dating I'm using them as a as a I, they're all metaverses to me video games or open worlds that's hilarious but I'm just saying Matt has still has to, has to log into one for an hour then log into the next for an hour then yes. log into the next he can't be dating all of them all of the time but what if he wants to live different lives in different places probably shouldn't <laughs> I support this they can mm-hmm. he she they they all can yeah um, I would love to see interchangeable metaverses, right? I don't think you, your avatar from one doesn't operate in another. I think that they are going to start to connect because here's the thing, oh, as cool. we've seen with like Facebook and Instagram and all these different things, we're, we're going to, we want it to be simple as humans. We want it to be simple. Right. We the confusion around the metaverse right now is how do I get in? Ask That's your 14 year old, <laughs> like, where do I start? Where do I start? Yeah. And then once I'm there, uh, how do I know? There's almost like a FOMO. There's a huge FOMO of if I build in this one, what if I should have built in this? Oh, one? for sure. Yeah. I feel so that all the time. it's, it's like, we don't know. It's almost yeah. like, Oh, should a I go in an Instagram? Is should I- win. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like even Facebook, like it sounds like Zuckerberg's like, hey, look, I need Instagram Reels to work because I need to pay for this. Like, I got to make sure that Microsoft doesn't beat me or Decentraland doesn't beat me or any of these smaller ones pop up. Well, that's my entire yeah. mission. Is so, but that's why hopefully, that. yeah, we'll be interchangeable so that nobody has to win. Right. And that's and that's what I would love to see is, hey, we you log in and you don't even log in. My, my the future as i see it is you come home to your home and it's it's intertwined oh, no with login you just are internet of things man it's your Alexa. Yeah. so you're in in the grocery store you put on your ar goggles you're on then you pick them up to talk to the mm-hmm. cash register you're yep. out and then you're at the park and you're out and then you're in your car and you're got some something on your dashboard They're all connected. And you're people in. don't understand that they actually yeah, are that's all exactly connected right yeah mm-hmm. so when i was working for uh walmart gotcha at, at store eight the yeah. thing that I was hiring was an, an L, NLP. I was interviewing people that had PhD levels in communicating, right? Yeah. And in speech patterns yeah. yeah, and speech patterns to AI, right? So now yeah. we're, we're thinking about how we talk to our wearables. Right. And that the was Siri, a big thing for, yeah. for Walmart for the last number of years. How do we talk to, and also, you know, Amazon, all the... But how do we talk to our machines? How do yeah. they listen to us? Things. Because it's an internet of things, which has been going on much bigger than metaverse. But if you think about it, it's all intertwined. AI, machine learning, internet of things. When you walk into your apartment in the future, this is what I see. Your uh-huh. metaverse is, you walk in, your fridge is also connected. Oh, your- yeah, <laughs> you're right. No, so they're all connected. So like. Cool. When What's you that? walk in, everything all of like this stuff is and like names, like everything's like labeled. Like, yeah, how are you doing? It, get more like, info on it. You when you pull up your that's email, crazy. your email yeah. is boop well, boop. That's what I'm gonna do. It's, it's, weird. it's very minority. It is report. weird because if you went to go, sell, if if Naomi built you a digital twin of this or something, like, and you went to sell it instantly, you could say that light bulb came from Martha Stewart's collection. It yep. trades on yes. an exchange for one point zero zero one Ethereum, and this book has this amount of value and it could just calculate that whole thing up and know the value of your house in a way that like, it's going to be huge. would be so much more efficient than mm-hmm. for sure. And how you interact with, and I think yeah. people are really going to think about ideally 
how they interact with the spaces around them. Yeah. And so we're now creating a space like, do you need this much space or do you need this exact apartment because everything you do mm. in the digital is so much bigger. What about mistakes? Do you think they'll, they'll like, cause if you now have this completely kind of historical record and you said something racy years ago or said you joined a political movement that you don't agree with anymore, is it going to just haunt you? Like you think kids need to yes. be like way more careful than our generation are. did? I think they already are. You yeah. should answer this, actually. They already are. They're very. What if it makes them too nervous careful. to take chances? They are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. It's a different culture with them. Like. Yeah. They're a lot more socially aware than like most adults. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great conversation. Because How it does comes the metaverse empower? Because they know everything's like. Just I mean, their whole world forever. is yeah. like on. Online, yeah. so you can't make a mistake because yeah. do you think that's taking away some canceled. of the humanness that would be good for our world, or do you think it's better that that maybe people have been acting too risky throughout a, time and said things that they shouldn't have been? Yeah, I think it's good. It's ho holding people accountable. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like, what, would you say as much if you mm -hmm. like knew? Yeah, like if yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, people like troll a lot more when they're hiding behind so, yeah. fake names and like when they actually have to you know own it they're what like love, oh actually i don't feel like saying all this stuff like and and what you're saying what i actually am excited about in the metaverse space if i may is the idea of communities and nfts have have started yeah like with showing da with DAOs and like using them to found, fund DAOs. yes yeah, yeah. Like, when yeah. we actually have a set of rules by which we're able to organize yeah and so i i, I don't think I think people in the past have looked to cities, geographic locations, and moved to where their tribe was. And now we're able to find that. We're able to find that online all over the world. But we want, we want a set of rules. We want a set of like guidelines to go, okay, wait, if, I, if I'm in this community and I'm contributing, it, does anything go or not? And I think the generation that we're, I, I keep pointing to you because I'm like, know, oh, my God. Like, a lot I'm of like, finger pointing so, today. Sorry, like, so dang. much finger pointing. <laughs> no more finger pointing. That's terrible. Keep the hands no, to themselves. What, yeah. I'm sure. It's not consensual finger pointing. Yeah. However, it's we can learn from. like why We're having all these conversations as boomers, and I, I say that jokingly <laughs> in, my, in my own way because it's like, yeah, we can create it for you. However, how are we all using this? And if we say i want to be in a community that like i can contribute and respects but there's rules like i don't i don't have to be trolled on i don't have to get, have all this thirsty like i can i don't have to be canceled i can i can go and i can create and build um that i think is an exciting exciting digital future where we can find we can find our voices and create good and bad like right i can't regulate all of it Mm -hmm. And it's a really cool space to go, hey, I, I, please, please create in this. How can we give you freedom to create without what I've seen a lot of the Web 2 regulations? Like, you can create, but if you say this, we're going to, yeah. or if you do that, we're going to, or like people want, but there's a risk involved in that, right? And it's, it's a kind of about finding your tribe and about finding your, yeah, your you're community. like my thing, right? And now you have the whole world and geographics isn't really How a big you, problem anymore. That's so. a really cool thing. And 
It's also the Wild West. Yeah. It's also like, oh, wow, how do you put everybody in a room so you'll together? Have, you'll probably have to that. define your style, and then you're going to have to just get a tribe to rally around you, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's going to have to be the big goal for your career. Yeah, and I see that a lot, like what you're saying, like the Web3 community, like on Twitter with all these different like little animated characters. Mm-hmm. Like each little group has their own, like they're all their own vibe, you know? Hmm. So you're so so to get a group of people to want your furniture in the future, you're probably mm-hmm. going to have to contribute to them in different ways. It'll be just straight mm-hmm. up relationship building, like it's yeah, probably like, been since we were millionaires ago. You know, just mm-hmm. same tribe stuff, right? Yeah, like getting in contact with influencers and like going to these events and like showing what I do. And I think there's a huge future in that for like a lot of designers and a lot of different types of art too. Like you're already seeing it with like. 2d artists like getting into that world like they're making yeah. so much money off their art that they could have never made in like mm. the real yeah. world because like crazy there's not those doors and those connections aren't there like when you go into this like web3 world where someone yeah. believes in you and they they just like pick you up and like put you on a stool and everyone's like oh <laughs> yeah. yeah i've seen it happen with a lot of artists so it's inspiring yeah it is. again it's it's cool to see because I've I've worked with all the forty something year olds that have built the infrastructure, the wrote the actual code to for all of this, mm-hmm. and so it's like cool, really cool to see people using it within it, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the space yeah, that cool. I'm super geeked out about. I'm like, oh, okay, what would? And it's oh, for sure the same way she must enjoy building a space and watching people communicate yeah, and connect yeah. these people too. these people coded up yeah the future, we built like the, and the now people they're who actually like, build yeah. unreal like the right. code and now they're like wow look at the people creating with the yeah, tool i built changing yes. the way people interact and, and, yeah and how they socialize and no you're right every line of code in unreal might have a huge impact on the world in the same way every early line of code resulted in facebook you know it's it's fascinating to watch and it's also cool to see how we interact how we how we develop relationships how we create friendships if we're running around in a world of 3d in avatars how do you make friends how do you develop a relationship how do you interview somebody how do you hire somebody these are things that we're now yeah, asking that's ourselves true that's actually yeah that are a whole nother podcast in and of itself but it's mm-hmm. like how do you develop a relationship how are we going to right because we're doing this but we're going to be doing a whole lot more of that as well and i and anyone under the age of 20 is going to be doing a whole lot more of that going forward so well i guess that even though it can be hard because you make a mistake and it kind of lives with you but on the other hand all the stuff you built stays with you so hiring someone might be a lot easier because you'll Mm -hmm. say oh yeah i I can just see on the blockchain all the things that were like registered under your you know ethereum address so like wow you certainly you certainly are skilled or you said you were at all these events or took all this education and it's all just tied into your avatar do you feel like it'll be a gig economy for you is that like i think i'm already in a gig economy like the way i work currently it's mostly freelance work and it's for like people want renders like closet people want renders people in like every industry closet people yeah well you saw her closets (laughs) they were amazing Oh, yeah, oh, like, gotcha. <laughs> Double entendre. Very funny. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, a lot of different industries people like, who want need these skilled workers. So, like, I think having a skill, like, what I do is, like, really beneficial. 
I feel like the property brothers are going to hire you. I'm pretty sure all three of the property brothers and some other ones <laughs> live in sure. Vegas, Absolutely. but they are going to hire you. They're yes, gonna, they, need, the they need the upgrade. That's yeah. the future of interior yeah. design. Well, the, what say. they have is a brand. The property brothers have a brand, and that's pretty powerful, and the, more so than it used to be even, because now they can now build all this stuff, and people are going to go right to them. Like mm-hmm. They can directly sell property brothers virtual assets mm-hmm. or something, whereas... Some other company right now that might be huge in real estate, but doesn't have a TV show and like name recognition, they're going to have trouble selling that same virtual item. You know, you can you can showcase. That's what I love about the 3D world is especially photorealistic. You can Mm -hmm. create anything you can say. And and what I'm actually really fascinated about is where we put set and setting into like plant medicine and such. But you can actually put somebody into you know, a cafe in Paris in, you know, 1931 and yeah. say, okay, well now you're with Matisse and, um, the Picasso and whatever, and you're, mm-hmm. and Stein, Gertrude Stein, and you're, how, how, how would that look? And so we're able to time travel and we're able to create things that we could not. And that's what yeah. I love about the metaverse and, and what we're doing in 3d. Well, and I guess we, we should talk cause we were, we were all at, I guess, it, did I call it View or what is it they call it? Like we, we all went, yeah, the we, view. View, yeah, I don't know, but we all Ooh. went to recently last Friday. We all went to a building that would normally be like where you'd film like a Hollywood movie or something, but a soundstage, right? Like yeah. it's just a big, big room, like a big Costco looking thing, Super but cool. it had an entire LED wall. And the way the camera moved parallax to it created the illusion that we were somewhere. So, I mean, for us to have a podcast where we're in France at like, snap of the finger totally doable with a little bit of real world couches and then a completely fake background and rendering yeah i was like and it's just so cool <laughs> to see it you she know? said rendering yeah yeah real time real time rendering is yeah. what that place did that was so that's out. oh there it is yeah, yeah. i oh mean my. but look you can like see the flickering yeah. you can kind of see some shuddering some shuddering of the frame rate but you know it's close enough that I'm like, this is a real object on my right. But it doesn't look real. I mean, it, well, that, the object on the right is just, it's physically in the room. And then that, that barrier behind me is physical, but the cars and stuff. And honestly, this was just filmed with a phone on an led screen. The actual camera that's connected to the software would look even better. Yeah. Cause oh, it would have, yeah. it, it would have an imagination of what, what you could yeah, be. And you're sure. like, actually oh, you're wow. doing, you don't even have to put a headset on to see this kind of thing. No, you how cool. Actually, yeah. And how cool is that? I mean, that's how like these zoom things just seem, they're going to seem so archaic when we're just like, Oh, like yeah. coming up from the one camera on your laptop, looking up your nose mm-hmm. and like a crappy lighting. Like at when the beginning we, of COVID, I was like, how do we, how are we going to bring empathy into the, I knew we were all jumping into zoom at the beginning of COVID. I, I said how how do we create an empathetic experience with another human being in a i just hate that i I hate just just but what if it rubs me so wrong what if this is this right and you actually even though you kind of look like a photo like if if we (laughs) that was real you You were there no i know i even take this video did I take this video? Or Naomi took it. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, oh, really? But if we could, <laughs> if we could pixelate you into a digital environment and, and put you <laughs> yeah, into for a, sure. a meeting. <laughs> no, I can't wait for that. Just walking around my kitchen and like chatting with you as if you were here, but yeah. having you be somewhere else and just having that wow. feeling, you know. That's the empathy. That's the, the feeling of connectedness. And that's something that, I mean, wherever we leave this, I think all of these digital experiences whether it's a game or whether it's a social experience or whether we're designing someone's mm. house, right? Mm. Where we're ta- we're walking them through their cupboards, 
you know, in real time. Oh, that. So, so it's missing it's, the it's, emotion. That's what the future is we not need had to yet, make but sure should. that's there. Yeah. That's what the 3D environment can simulate. And we, we just all, as human beings. Like you have to build a place where somebody like falls in love or mm-hmm. has a wow moment or just. That's hard to do on a the feel, screen. The feels, could yeah. it happen in your virtual environment once the other elements like of the metaverse come that. into place? There's a lot of stuff, like personal stuff that you could add to spaces. Like, mm. for example, like the way you're talking about making the space for your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it's like. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. It's personal. Still like treasure yeah. map. Or yeah. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. And just having little... hopefully that wow moment when she sees the book or she yeah. opens. And she opens the, the book and there's yeah. like a key it's to something the, else. Yeah. The little <laughs> thing. Because you can do that in 3D. Right. You can do anything in 3D. Well, and I'm going to get her, try to get her real friends to be there. So they will be, so okay. she'll be figuring out like, okay, you're an avatar, but you're probably one of my friends. Maybe that they should like give out information like piece by piece. And yes. be like, oh, or like they could throw out a memory or a maybe mystery. they could mask their voice at first and be like, give a clue. I don't know. It's a whole <laughs> okay, mystery. Yeah. I love, I love I the yeah, idea. Putting all that time in, experience. but it would be so fun. Yeah. And especially if that could be replicated. Well, I, I like this because it's personal, but. Yeah, this is how we should be using VR. But this is yeah. this this is exactly. And her friends that are not going to fly here because they're in other cities and have lives that mm-hmm. they can't get away from, they might be able to find a half hour to just jump in and mm-hmm. be like, when she comes into your room, just do A, B, and C, and they're like, okay. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's what I see. That's what gets me so excited about the future of digital interactions. It's not, hey, can we zoom our parents or can we Facetime in a in a way? Yeah, we're used to that. But mm-hmm. we're used to that in a way that we also put VHS tapes into our VCR 20 years ago, mm. right? So, okay, we're adaptable. What is next? I want to go into a room where not only can I interact with my loved ones and, and my meetings and all of that, There's there needs to be an empathy, an, yeah. em, an em, empathy and an emotion, but also that we can bring in memories from the past we can bring in we can create we're in grandma's living room from yeah you know christmas 1994 so or imagine like your daughter's like 30th or 40th birthday and then maybe by then all i'm this creating infrastructure these moments will so she be can there. see them yeah yeah and then you'll, you'll be able to just like connect in a way because you yeah i don't know because that's the empathy that yeah. especially over the last couple of years where we've kind of lost touch a little bit right where we can't necessarily or Maybe maybe it was unsafe for a time for us to actually be in the same room, but we're on these weird Zoom yeah. calls and we're like, oh, that's not that fun. What if? What if we? That is interesting. Or we could be even what empathy. If, even how like, do we do that? Even like Mars or the Moon or something. Like yeah. now we can have like interplanetary species. We can create anything. Like we can create our offices. That that's what I love. Anything is no, possible. No, I mean they could physically be on Mars or in the Moon connected oh. to the internet and then we could have an yep. experience with them they're so far away it's not just being in india yeah but yeah but we also could also just be in the I'm same room that happens in my life we also could be in in the same room pretending we're on the moon so that's just, just any it. any of the choices yeah how do we bring empathy into the metaverse and then how do we create how do that we should have been the title how do we bring empathy <laughs> into the metaverse that'll be the next one yeah yeah that's a whole episode human that's another good, podcast though. But it's funny because th- I thought it was like, how will jobs look in the metaverse? But now I'm like, no, what interests me is how are we going to get emotion? How do we, how do we yeah, interact? Because we, like, we can make money, we can create, we can build, we can create. But if we're not actually creating how human bring to that human, human aspect mm. back in, yeah. then we're going to, sure. it's, it's just, yeah, because I love that, like a good audio book, you close your eyes, you can imagine it all, but maybe now we can see it. I can use more sensory input and have actual people interacting at the same time. Oh, wait, wait, wait. you, okay. What? 
Did you ever read those uh, pick your own adventure books? Sure. Yeah. Choose your like goosebumps. So maybe and that's stuff, how like, you do yeah. Jen's birthday. Maybe oh. it's a pick your own adventure. Which room do you want to go to? And maybe then... it's if she does this, we go to here. And if she does that, we go to here. <laughs> I would love that. I, it may be too much, but I love the pick your own adventure. Yeah. Well, especially just door A or door Is B. Yeah, you have different adventure behind each one. Like yeah. if she's I've if never she heard sees this, this she's like, oh my god. I mean, that's gosh, basically a video. That's spades, starting you know? to be a video game, but with humans in it. Yeah. You're right. It's fun. I mean, everything's going to be this way. Yeah. That's how I imagine the metaverse is like, basically pick your own adventure book. Like you get to decide. Um, and it, and it's, yeah. I think we're going to log in. We're going to put a headset on. Actually, I, th- I don't think we, we're going to have a wearable. We're going to have something that's, act- it, that makes sense to us. 10 years from now, we're going to do big. a thing. That's going to be so archaic. We're going to like, oh my God, you look like, at yeah, this. Yeah, oh, for sure. Look when at they this look back at this, like I found did. this old YouTube video of Dylan and Jamie and look what Yay. they're holding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Google. <laughs> like they put that big thing on their head. Looks they like put it hurt that their big neck. thing on their head. <laughs> yeah. And now it's something that. So just just makes sense right and so if we look we look at technology we're like 10 years ago the thing what was 10 years ago razor flip phones oh my god or whatever i don't know now the segue will revolutionize the world so we'll oh, just I remember that. do you believe in aliens and what's the meaning of life me yeah yeah you oh yeah okay yes. uh <laughs> yeah yes i absolutely believe in aliens i think i don't think we're the only planet on in the entire solar system that has life oh my god that would be crazy i think i think aliens have have been watching us for a very long time and uh, the meaning, the of, meaning life? of life is individual freedom when okay. you get to choose for yourself and for Naomi, do you believe in aliens and what's the meaning of life? Um, aliens, yes, they're out there somewhere. I don't think we have contact with them. Unless they're among us, we can't see them, but <gasps> Ooh, well, very conspiracy theory. The meaning of, you. of life, I think, is just to not take things so seriously and just to love and have fun. It's okay, cool. Thank That's you guys it. for All coming. Right. Have a great night, guys. It. All right, thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Next time we'll build on it. And that was great. Thank you. Oh, I got to get Oh, my God.